Hi, everybody. Diane Canada here. We are live. Happy Thursday to you. Y'all, I'm so excited. I've got a special guest in the studio with me today, Gigi Butler from Gigi's Cupcakes and Gigi's Kitchen. Uh, it's going to be an incredible story today. Great, great journey. We're going to go on with Gigi and help you to hopefully strengthen your faith today and teach you how to fit, how to really tap into that femininity um, in a real graceful way. So y'all come on back with me. Gigi will be right back with me. See you in a minute. Hey, everybody. Thanks for spending the next half hour with me and with Gigi Butler. Very excited to have her on the show. If you live in the South, uh, certainly in the Middle Tennessee area, then you know exactly who I'm talking about. Gigi's Cupcakes is a very successful franchise here. She makes the most gorgeous gourmet cupcakes. And I can remember walking into my very first uh, franchise there in Murfreesboro and getting one. And I just felt like it was the biggest treat. Uh, But she is also an author. Um, She's got a great book out called The Secret Recipe, and she is also a speaker, and she has now gone on to create a brand new business called Gigi's Kitchen, where she's baking up pies and all kinds of good Southern comfort food. So I'm going to bring Gigi on, and we're going to meet her, and we're going to just explore some great topics with her today. So let me welcome Gigi into the show. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm so good. Thanks for coming on and spending some time with us today. It's an honor to be here. I appreciate it. I loved your in, interlude or the intro uh, video. How beautiful, oh. gorgeous song, and it just softens your heart and gets you ready for right now. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That I know you're you're a songwriter too. I'm I'm a songwriter, but uh, that song was written by some good friends of mine, Adam and Amy Pope. And the first time I heard it. I heard it going through the COVID kind of shutdowns and all of that. And it gave me so much hope. And so I asked them if it could be our theme song. They said, yes. So I'm going to YouTube it as soon as I get off. (laughs) Well, there is so much. Yeah, there's so much I want to talk about with you. It would probably take a lot longer than a half an hour, but I'm going to try to try to keep it <laughs> you know, within the time frame today. But, you know, I've you and I have shared a lot of uh, events together. We've shared tables together, but this is the first time we've had a chance to just sit down and visit. And so what we're trying to accomplish on this show, Gigi, what I really want the women to walk away with today is a, a much stronger um, confidence in their faith in God. And also to, you are the epitome, I think, of a lady-like leader, which is what I'm all about, teaching women how to lady up and not quit. So it's really stepping in and celebrating their femininity. At the same time, that does not mean we're weak. It means there's a graceful strength behind that. And so those are the things I'd like to accomplish today. And I'm just going to open up the floor to you. Um, You know, I could go through and share all of your your bio and your, you know, all the things that you've accomplished, but I just think it would be more organic for us to let that come up in conversation and, and let people get really get to know your heart today. Wonderful. I think that sounds great. There's a lot on my heart right now, so I'm ready to open it. Good, 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 good. (laughs) Well, let's start. I just want to start out and ask you this. Like, I know we're in, you know, 
you knew that I ran for state house. And so politics is, you know, on my mind a lot, but it's also on a lot of the women's minds around the country right now. And no matter which way people lean, you know, we are all about conservative values on this show, but you know, what do you think is the, the thing mostly on the mom's hearts right now that we could speak to today to maybe help bring some hope? Well, I'm a single mom and I, I raise her, basically by myself. So, mm-hmm. and she's been with me completely by myself for the first eight years of her life. She's now 10 mm-hmm. and having to take her to either private school or, or public school in Williamson County, where we live, it's one of the most conservative, one of the best school districts in the country. And, but now with all of this stuff, they're trying to push through, you know, critical race theory, all of this stuff that he, she, they, we, whatever it is. <laughs> and it's like, what is happening to just being a kid, right? Just letting a child have their childhood without barraging them with hate and, and race and, and sexuality. And it's like, what is happening to just letting your kid have their own creativity and have their own space. Amen. And and I think that it's really important that first of all, don't let your kids just sit in front of a computer all Mm -hmm. day. And I think with what happened with COVID, Oh, well, we're going to just go on online learning. You want our kids to be eight hours sitting in front of a computer, a nine year old. Yeah. Yeah. How bad is that for their mental and for everything? So I think it starts with government control trying to just get, you know, get us down and then trying to indoctrinate us with what they think, which is ungodly values, period. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. The fight of it, the fight of this is this country was based on God's principles and values. That is what our founding fathers based this whole country, based the constitution on everything. Is based on, okay, let's use these godly principles. Let's use the golden rule. And we're going to build a great society and a great government. And it's going to be by the people for the people. So it's working for the last 200 and something years for a reason. Socialism doesn't work. Communism obviously doesn't work. And what I like to say, I know this sounds cold, but it is what it is. If you don't want to live under a God-ruled country, get out. Go to China. (laughs) Go preach it, go. preach it. Go, 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 go. Yeah. Shoo. If you don't yeah. want godly principles, because this is what this if you were born and raised here and you're like, you know what? I don't like godly principles. I don't I want to be socialist. Oh there, there's the door. We'll Please. drive you to the airport. <laughs> the airport, you little millennial, and you freaks. Like go. go. <laughs> have your own opinion but don't try to change something that was founded yes and god has a set purpose for our country and for america yeah he did this and he we had all of those great americans franklin rose of i mean name it we have those people washington because they they were god breathed because he knew that he had to have those people in place to make this country what it is thomas jefferson are you Mm -hmm. kidding it's amazing Yeah. So, okay, getting off the little pet. I love it. I love, I love your fire behind this because I share it. I share it so much. Yeah. You know, I've been saying for, for a while now, and this is my passion behind starting a show like this and doing events because I really think women are going to be pivotal. Women are going to be instrumental in turning our country back to conservative yeah. values. 
Yeah. And during the COVID, they're like, oh, well, and we were still in this, you know, politically correctness, chain me, right? Change, change, you know, handcuff me, right? Yeah. Let's not get into, well, all of a sudden, our freedoms are getting taken away. (laughs) Yeah. We're not able to talk about God anymore. I'm sorry. No, we, that's off the, you cannot live on that politically correct fence anymore. No, you can't. comfortable there anymore. You've got to get off and make a choice. And you choose, hey, it's your right to choose. Right? That's right. We all have our opinions. We all have our thing. But if you're going to choose, you better stand up because yeah. if you stand up and cancel me, I don't care. I've been canceled this whole last six months. I could care less. <laughs> you go broke, you go broke. So I could care less. I love I it. Character. What's in your heart? I don't care if you're purple. If you have good character and you want to do good to others, then there you are. I don't care. Amen. But don't force your principles and your values on me and me be shut up. No, 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 no more. And that's the key right there is we can't ride the fence anymore. We can't, we can't live in that, in that middle, that politically correct zone. Exactly what you're saying. And I keep saying to the ladies and and it's so good to hear it come from you too. We have to open our mouth. Like we have to open our mouth and speak the truth. And God said that the truth will not return void. The truth is on our side. Like you said, our country was founded in Christian values. There's proof of that. I mean, I, they, people can go back and watch previous shows, but I talked about the whole, this Bible project, this American Bible project. I'm a, I'm a part of I know you know about it you know it, that proves it right there but all of the um, everything that you're saying pardon read the constitution the constitution yeah exactly uh, hello read, yeah read all that so yeah. declaration of independence yeah I mean you know it's it's it was on our I mean it's on our money for our in money. God we trust <laughs> you know so anybody who tries to say it's not is so out there the southern principle you know we grace and kindness and sweetness we can all have that yeah but but it's at the point where i don't want to be canceled you know what you you get over it (laughs) you have that luxury anymore yeah sorry that was taken away from you about a year ago yes have the luxury to be i don't want to get political you you don't have that luxury so man up woman up Lady up. Yep. Mm-hmm. And do what you need to do and do what God calling you to do. And you know where that motivation's coming from now, I think, when it comes to the women is it's because our kids are our kids' futures are at stake now and our grandchildren. So the women are there you talk about woke. <laughs> I mean women are awake. They are awake and they're on the field and they are like they've got I always say they've got their jerseys on and they're like, Okay, tell us how to play. You know, and this is what I'm seeing. So I don't know that that women would be stepping up or be or have this uh, willingness to get in the ring now if it wasn't for their kids. But when you start messing with our kids, yeah. you mama, know, mama the bear. mama bear. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, we've been asleep. We've been politically correct. We've done all, 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 grace, 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 and so, and so she, she, uh, letting she all these things in the past prior to being separated from the state, and shame on the shame on the not standing up. I'm saying that to myself as well. Shame mm-hmm. on me for not being a strong enough Christian to go, no, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not going to make those mistakes. You know, shame on me. I'm not putting the blame on the Christian church when I say all of it. 
And it's and it's me too. And I raise my hand in that too. We, you know, we we have a republic. Uh, we, we don't have a democracy. People get that wrong. We don't have a democracy. We have a republic. And it's because we elect officials that are supposed to go in there and represent us and do this right. for us so that we can concentrate on our families and our lives and our children and all that. You know, we, we're not supposed to be all politically involved. We're supposed to be able to trust our representatives. But right. they have been, I th- yeah, you're so right, like the 60s, 70s, that's when they started handing off a lot of their power to the bureaucracies. And so while, meanwhile, back at the ranch, <laughs> you know, all these things were kind of getting slipped in under the radar. And now I think it took that all the drugs, Trump presidency. Pardon? All of all the drugs coming in. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. In the, uh, in the uh, areas of parts yes. of town, all of the inner cities, all the drugs being pumped in by, mm-hmm. I think, the government, but don't get <laughs> And, you know, the whole thing, taking all of the trade stuff out of high schools and you know no not every person is set to go to a four-year ivy league college school not every person made that way that's what happened to all the technical schools to learn how to be a greatest mechanic or learn how to do air conditioning for and making one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year just because you didn't go to a ivy league college doesn't mean that you're not successful and that you're not living your purpose i didn't go to an ivy league college i dropped out of college I'm not saying that's the right way either, but there's different paths to success. And there's just one cookie cutter path to, okay, you do this, 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 and then you'll do this. Sometimes being brave and and venturing out and being a pioneer in some different field, that's that's not set for you for a four-year college. So I don't think in the last 20, 30 years, our country has set us up at that very well for going to tech schools. Going to learn how to do an air conditioner or how to be a baker or how to, you know, they haven't set that up because that wasn't the ideal thing. It's these Mm -hmm. Ivy League colleges and all the political and how Mm -hmm. they're shaping our our children's and our kids' minds and really shaping it in a wrong way of, oh, let's hate America. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's so much. I know there's so much. And again, I say you and I have so much in college, uh, so much in common. I didn't finish college either. I went the entrepreneurial route too. Um, and, you know, really, even if you look at the way loans are designed, home mortgages, all that, they're really designed for people who are on that very predictable path like you're talking about. And yeah, so let's talk about entrepreneurship for a minute because I really want to brag on your uh, amazing success. I mean, you, you, you know, you, you were, you, really get in the trench, you know, you get, you're willing to get your hands dirty, you're willing to work for it, you know, you're not sitting back and waiting for somebody to hand you anything, and neither am I, and yeah, <laughs> hence, yeah. The, hence the stains on my shirt today, <laughs> <laughs> for baking, <laughs> I love it, that's okay, <laughs> well, you're pretty good at it, I, I want to talk for a minute, because I've heard you speak several times, so I'd love for you to tell the story about your mom real quick, before we go into your franchises, and all of that, so would you tell them that story? As far as what part of my mom? Uh, well, just growing up with her, like what you witnessed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. my dad was a serial entrepreneur and we had a potbelly pig business, a, a farm, an arcade, a, four, five restaurants, a hair salon, for goodness sakes. And he was a Los Angeles County fireman. So he didn't succeed at everything. But what it taught me at a very early age is keep going, moving forward. Don't be afraid of failure. And if you fail, God's got your back. So I was raised, and not a lot of people are raised that way. I was raised that you feel that fear, but you do it anyways. And my theory has always been, 
I'm not going to live with what if. I'm going to live with why not. I'm not going to be able to live with what if when I'm 90 on my porch, if I hopefully make it. Uh, I'm not going to be able to live with that. So I would rather fail miserably, have all my money gone, be decimated on the street, than to live with the what if question. Why didn't I try that? So that's more of a fear for me than losing everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was raised that way. And so I just have learned always to go for it. My mom was a homemaker and a baker, and she was. Just the, uh, Martha Stewart on steroids, <laughs> an entrepreneur. So I've always been a baker. My great great grandmother in the turn of the century had a bakery called Bill's Bakery, and mm-hmm. her brothers worked for her. It was her bakery, which is really interesting. And then, I mean, I was passed down to me. My great grandmothers, my great great my great everyone in my whole family. And at age five. I was put on a stool in my grandma's kitchen and I was taught how to roll pie dough or, or go forage wow. a, tree, a fruit tree. You know, oh, the peaches are ripe. Get out there and pick those peaches. <laughs> Bring them home, peel the peaches. Let's make ice cream with it. Let's make bread with it. Let's make pie with it. And let's freeze some and make jam. So that's my life. I didn't think I'd be doing it for a living, but sometimes our paths are, you never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So when it came up to where I was going to be an entrepreneur at 15, I was like, you know what? I, well, at seven, I decided I was going to be a singer songwriter and I was going to move to Nashville, but I needed a little time under my belt before I did. Mm-hmm. So I started a cleaning business called Gigi's Cleaning Company at 15. And I started cleaning all around my hometown and lots of commercial cleaning and, and construction cleaning. And then I moved to Nashville, dropped out of my second semester of college and moved to Nashville. And I was like, had $500 to my name, knew what, no one, didn't have a job, didn't have a place to live. But I knew that if God could take care of the unbelieving Israelites and part the Red Sea, that he could find me a place in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, just, I was here. And then cleaning business and started singing at night down at Tootsie's and the stage and writer's nights, demos, name it, across the country, parts of the world singing. I did it. And then I built my cleaning business and fast forward 12 years. And here I am uh, 29, almost 30. And I am sitting in a very soon to be famous person's home, cleaning her toilet. And she's 15 and I'm 29, almost 30. And Mm. she plays a song called Teardrops on My Guitar on her bed when her parents had it. <laughs> and I'm cleaning her toilet and I look at her and I said, did you write that song? And she's like, yeah, I wrote it. I said, wow. I said, that's an amazing song. She goes, well, it's going to be my first album. I'm like, hello, I'm Taylor Swift. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? And it was the most painful decision to close shop and close that door that mm-hmm. I'd lived my dream since seven. But mm-hmm. I did. I knew it was time. And then I expanded my cleaning business and I was happy and content. And I'm like, God, I'd like for you to challenge me. But if there's nothing else, okay, I'm content. And then he's like, oh, you want a challenge? <laughs> we, <laughs> don't ever say that to the good Lord. <laughs> challenge me. Oh, okay. You better, you know, better uh, be careful what you look for. And so... Um. I was cleaning another toilet, another client's bathroom, and my brother called, and I, he'd stood in line at a cupcake shop in New York City for two hours. And while eating a red velvet cupcake in Central Park, he's like, 
you need to open a cupcake shop in Nashville. I'm like, what? He's like, yours are better than theirs. And all of a sudden, click. Wow. Just that one statement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I went to four banks and they laughed in my face. And uh, they're like, cupcake. Are you? I had excellent credit, a little bit of savings. And I'd been in business like at that time, 17 years. Mm. And, uh, so they all said no. And so I took out $100,000 cash advances on my credit cards and I went for it. Yeah, I've heard I, the first time I heard you say that, my heart just kind of stopped a little. I went, <gasps> you know, but but you were you believed in you. You went all in. And that's what an entrepreneur does. They take you a risk because they believe in themselves. In. You mm -hmm. have to go all in. And even if you fail miserably, you yeah. have to go all in. You cannot step on the sidelines. Put yeah. your foot in the water and get out there. Yeah. I always say there's no such thing as failure. There's only winning or learning. That's it. You know, and I always used to, I could quit it. I used to talk about this in my live, my live events. I would say it's like that, that little um, remote control car. It just bumps into something and it backs up and it just tries again. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like the vacuum, the vacuum that goes around. <laughs> yeah. The little vacuum. That's what it feels like sometimes. <laughs> right. That's life. Because you bump into a wall and you go, Ooh, that hurt. Uh, let me try another path. Exactly. Oh, that's painful. Oh, I'm striving too hard here. Maybe what, what, what am I? And, and some people are like, Oh, I, I'm waiting to hear from God. I'm waiting to hear. And I say, you know what? He's going to tell you if you're not on the right path, but you're that's right. Step out. He'll jerk you back. It, it, yes, he will. He'll lead you, but you're so afraid to step out on that path because you're so afraid to fail. Well, step yeah. out. You may step fail. Out. But That's you know right. what? You may not. That's right. What if you don't? What if you succeed? And I love that. Did you ever read that book years back called There's Only Enough Light for the Step I'm On? I don't know if you ever read that book, but it's it's kind of like this little um, lily pad path, you know, and it's like the next little lily pad only lights up when you step on it, right. you know, and that's where God meets you is in the once you start stepping, right. you know, and I mean, I, I think people do need to pray about things. Obviously, I know you believe that, too. I'm not saying go, you know. No, go rogue, but 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 I do think you're right. You mean you have to sometimes just step out and and try, and then God leads you. He does. He just kind of nudges you where you're supposed to go. Right. Yeah, people sitting back, going, "Yeah, I'll just wait for a sign. I'll wait for this. Wait for that. You wait your whole life." Well, you know, in my book, The Secret Ingredient, which I'm gonna, it's it's in the office right now. I'm gonna get it. Hold on. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. In my book, The Secret Ingredient, yes, there's a little bit of it, and it's exactly what Hold it up one more time. I just oh, blew up your screen God. a little bit. The Secret Ingredient, yes. And I th I'm so sorry. I think I said that wrong earlier. I think I said The Secret Recipe. No, Secret Ingredient. My apologies. <laughs> so it says, and it talks about me, you know, stepping in on faith. But what it, what it, what I said, I made a, um, a well, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, the same type. I was making a, an example. Here we go. Mm -hmm. And I was talking about the Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones movie, right? Mm -hmm. in the, he's in the Temple of Doom and you're, he's in this huge chasm, right? And he steps on this ledge and over there is the opening to the other ledge, but it's a huge drop with the water. And, and he's like, I got to step out on faith and I have to step out. But you're so afraid because you don't know where your path's going to go. But mm -hmm. he's like, oh, the book says I. Okay. And then he makes that step, right? And there's mm -hmm. the path. There's, oh, yeah. There's the other stone. There's the other yeah. stone. So yes. 
sometimes you just have to step out, even if you don't know where the stone's going to be. But God will always catch you. Mm -hmm. Always. Always, always. He's so faithful. You know, you've learned something that will lead you to something else. Yes. Yes. Beautifully put. Let's brag on your, uh, let, let me, let me brag on your, on your businesses now. So I'm going to show this picture here. This is um, Gigi's Cupcakes. This is what became, this is, this was the dream coming to life. And yeah. how did it feel when you kind of acted on your brother's <laughs> advice and you actually saw this open for the first time? Well, what was, what was going through your mind? Um, that is, that's the stone, right? That was the first stone. And I took out a hundred thousand dollars cash advances. And the night before I opened my doors, I really didn't know what I was doing. I'd never baked cupcakes for a living. I just did them in my home. And I'm like, well, let's do these 12 recipes. I laid it there in a, in a fetal position, I had $33 left to my name, like mm. literally left to my name. And I'm like, you know what? Oh, that's my original store picture. Oh. <laughs> and, um, I opened the, my doors. I drove in because I lived in a little house in the Alpha Edmonds and Pike. And I drove in and I said, now that's not the original store that's on the screen right now. That's mm -hmm. just, that's a one of 120. <laughs> mm. So, uh, I said, you know what? I opened my doors and I put on my little apron with cupcakes on it that my mom had made me. And I said, God, I don't know what's going to happen. I have $33 left to my name, mm. but I trust you and I know you love me. So here we go. Mm. And $33 left to my name. I had $100,000 in debt. I didn't know how I was going to pay nothing, but I opened my doors and five years later, we had 120 stores in 20, 120 stores in 24 states. My and gosh. I had a child alone by myself, taking her on the road everywhere with me. With that. Wow. Now, now that, wow. You see now every one of you women watching right now, <laughs> if you're on some kind of a little pity party today, I encourage you to, that, that will kick you right off of it. <laughs> You know, I mean, we, women are capable of so much. I mean, when we, when our heart's in it and when our motivation's right and our faith is right, man, look at what you accomplished. Well, when we lean not under our own understanding and we just truly, we don't know why things happen. Like, why was I saying, why did he not marry me? Why wasn't I good? Enough? You know, why was I, I gained 78 pounds. I mean, I'm five, three, 78 pounds. Are you kidding me? I looked like a wild boar. Oh, <laughs> there I was running a huge company, rejected. Why doesn't anyone love me? Overweight, because I now had 70 pounds to lose when I got out of the hospital, right? Mm. Doing a cheesecake line going, and I'm head of h and I'm head of R&D, right? So I have to taste all this stuff. And I'm like, God, I'm rejected. I'm, what am, how am I going to do this next step? But God just went, step out. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. I love you. Listen to what I say. Yes, you've made yeah. some mistakes by not being married. And, you know, I'm not saying I'm perfect. Right. But here you have a child. Make the decisions. Take the step out. Yeah. And I love you. So yeah. I just leaned on that. He's such a... He is the, the God of redemption. His heart for us is so... We can't even imagine how much he loves us. 
And, you know, we, like you say, we're, none of us are perfect. I mean, we're all a work in progress. We're going to, we're going to be a work in progress till the day we meet him, right. you know, but he's just right here with us every minute and with so much grace and mercy. Um, right. Just, it's, it's so beautiful. I don't know why anyone would try to walk this world without him. I don't know why anybody would try to do that. I couldn't emotionally do it. Like I can't, if I couldn't lean on Jesus and God, I don't know, I would, I'd be done. I'm just yeah, saying. me too. I'd be right there with you. Yeah. People are like, well, you preach. I'm like, I'm not preaching to you. I just tell you my journey. You have yeah. to do your journey. But I have seen how God can take something so broken, yeah. you know, a broken down country singer wannabe that went off the path and so made so many bad mistakes, mm-hmm. made lots of good mistakes, lots of good things too. But he took something broken and he took my failures and he made something so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And if he can do that for me. Yeah, he can for a toilet cleaner that lived, <laughs> desert rat that lived in the Cal- high desert yeah. California. I mean, he can do that for anybody. For anybody, yeah, he sure can. He's no respecter of persons. He if loves he, us all the same. Is, is his reach is beyond what we could ever imagine. You yeah. just have to be open to him. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so beautiful. I want to talk real quick before we go about uh, about Gigi's pies now and Gigi's yes. kitchen, actually. So All let right. me put up a picture of this gorgeous pie here and tell us about tell us about this new endeavor. Oh, that's my love. I just I well, I've always wanted to do a pie shop, and I had the opportunity during COVID to make pies by Gigi because I was started to doing meals by Gigi during COVID because I'd sold my last store. I'm completely bought out of Gigi's cupcakes. And I'm like, I have now I don't have an identity. Who am I? I've got to feed my child still. I've got to do something. So Meals by Gigi was born and Pies by Gigi. And uh, I just decided in the middle of a pandemic to do the brick and mortar in Brentwood, Tennessee. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. On... I guess, uh, well, I opened in 2008, so the crash, the world crash of everything. And then here I am. Well, I might as well open a pandemic. I'm used to it. Pandemic took all my savings, and we're now Gigi's Kitchen, and we do breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and we do lots of, uh, it's more of a mercantile type of thing. We're getting some locally sourced um, honeys and spices and things, but I do shepherd's pie, chicken pot pie, take and bakes tater tot casserole, pimento cheese pie, you know, just, we have just so much that we do bars and mini pies and, and they're so good y'all. I have, I, if I spent more time in there than I do, I would be putting on the, the 78 pounds. I don't know how you'd keep from doing it. You look great. <laughs> Every day I'm like, God, and I've had to learn a balance. Like literally I'm in a cupcake shop and I'm, <laughs> and I'm 78 pounds overweight after, uh, so I had to learn balance. And so every day, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, two days a week, you won't gain weight if you just have fun and enjoy yourself with whatever you're going to have. And But yeah. you work out and you drink lots of water and you balance yourself. Life is yeah. definitely a balance. It's all about the balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have gone on now that I was looking back at some stats and um, you're back in 2013, I think it was your the estimated sales just that year alone with your franchises was 43 million. Right. Um, you've been featured in all kinds of great um, publications and you've been on, on TED Talks. You've been um, in Forbes. You've been, I mean, just making Undercover the media rounds. Undercover boss 
I, we did undercover boss. Yep. Undercover boss. So that's got to feel good. You know, it's got to feel good when you, when you take that leap, you step out, you trust yourself and you trust God. And then he just shows out like that for you. It was so interesting yesterday. A guy followed me, he'd watched um, undercover boss. It was, it aired last Saturday. And so this guy just, I don't know, like this just happened yesterday. And he said, you know, I usually don't, he's, he's, Instagramming me said I usually don't follow high profile people but I felt led to follow you after I watched Undercover Boss and you're so you know done all these things and I answered back to him and I said I don't feel high profile I'm a I'm a hard working person not a not one of those other people you know I'm just a hard worker I'm not anything else but that just, I just like to work hard and I love a challenge. I yeah. love people and I love food and I yeah. want, I just want to live out my purpose. Yeah. So and I'm you are a person. I'm just a hardworking person. If you come into Gigi's kitchen and you say, is Gigi here? Yeah. I'm in the back rolling pie dough. Yeah. Do and you are. Mm-hmm. No, I don't, but I do it because I love it. And I want yeah. to be the person that says, I had my hands on every bit of that. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And that's the entrepreneurial spirit. We right. we enjoy we enjoy the doing. We enjoy we don't want to sit back and, you know, farm it out. We want to do it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we want to be on the ground. Yeah. This is the key, right? <laughs> yeah. It's so awesome. Well, you know, one of the things we do before we close is we pray with everyone. And, you know, right. I, I want to give you the last word and then I, the, if you if you'd like to, I'd love to give you the opportunity to pray over the ladies who are listening today. But any any words of wisdom you'd like to leave them with before we do that? I'm feeling right now in my spirit that women are so afraid and they're so afraid they don't know what to do. And they're so worried about the state of our country. In my opinion, and I think what the Holy Ghost is saying is that this is the best part of life. And you were designated. You were you were born at this time. You have the gifts that God has given you to make a difference in this world right now. So don't be afraid. Use your gift. Be bold. Be bold in the spirit. The only way we're going to change America again and make it a better democracy is to be bold in the spirit and let the Holy Spirit be the power. The Holy Spirit is here. We just have to live through the Holy Spirit so we're not afraid. And that's what I feel like so People are so afraid. Oh, this is the worst time in the world. Was it worse than 1942? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Civil war? Like, no. But bold people and people wanted to change. Look at Abraham Lincoln. Look at, I mean, these people made a difference because they were not afraid. So let's all band together. Let's, Let's let the Holy Spirit work through us, walk through this scary time and be bold and say, this is the greatest time to ever live because I'm a woman. I can vote. I'm a guy. I can drive myself. I can even have my own home if I want to, right? I can have my own kid. I'm not saying that that's the right way, but let's be bold in what God has given us right now. We couldn't have done that in 1942 or 1920 or the 1800s. We were bold in different ways, but now we have so much opportunity to be the bold, godly women that God needs us to be right now yes yes that's so well put and and it and it really just reinforces what i love to tell you ladies that you know it's going to come down to the women i really think turning our country it's going to come back it's going to come down to the women Men need to step up too i'm not saying oh men are not no hey god men hey men 
get your pants on. Yeah. Come on, yeah. fight for us. Let's do yeah. this. We're going to be godly women and we're going to be strong women and know that you're the head of the household. You're the yeah. godly men. You you play that godly role. We'll step back, but we're going to have yeah. a voice and we're yeah. going to have power together. Yes. Amen. Well, yeah. Would you would would you like to pray over the ladies today? Do you feel comfortable oh, taking the prayer? You want me to do that? that? You're good with that. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love for you to. Yes. Yes. I close my eyes. <laughs> yes, we just close. Yeah, we sure do. Yeah, we just close and we just close and pray. Yeah. Your Father, thank you for this time, this moment, this opportunity. Just a wrinkle in time that we can all be together. Thank you, Lord, for the the uh, internet that we you can use the internet for good lord not always evil but good thank you for the women that are listening to this today right now lord i just want to reach out to them and i want you to just put your hands on them put your hands of power and grace of healing and of purpose lord please help them and enable them to do your will and fight the fear and be the women of God that you need them to be in this time, Lord. You have equipped us with everything we need for this time. Please, Lord, enable us to step out, be bold and brave. It's so hard, but it's so important to just live your life and be what you need to be, no matter if you fail. Thank you for your love, Lord. Thank you for taking our failures and making us beautiful. Amen. Amen. Thank you. That was beautiful. Now you're going to get me crying too. <laughs> All right, Gigi, thank you so much for spending the, the time and, and just the quality of the time. You really were present today and you really shared so many great insights and, and I know it blessed everyone watching today. So thank you for that. And, um, and ladies, thank you for tuning in. I will um, see you. We've got 4th of July weekend coming up. So I will see you back Monday at three o'clock sharp right here. Have a Thank great weekend, you. everybody. And God bless the USA. Take yeah. care. Bye-bye.